Hello, welcome to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Here you will find cutting-edge information provided by the best experts in the world so you can learn how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Bruno de Gama is the Brazilian Health Nut in a mission to solve the problems you have when trying to lose weight forever. He is a nutritional therapy practitioner, a certified personal trainer, and a holistic lifestyle coach by the Czech Institute. Don't forget to say hello and sign up to our free newsletter at www.brazilianhealthnet.com. Let's go. Hey, what's going on? Brenda Gama here, Brazilian Health Nuts. Welcome back to one more episode. I just recorded a bunch of episodes today, actually. And this one, you're going to be listening to Marcy. She's going to be talking about some things that I haven't even touched here on the podcast. It's going to be awesome. Okay, so I want to make sure that you listen to the whole episode because we have a lot of truth bombs. She's going to be talking about aging backyards. How, how does that happen? You know, like reversing age. Actually, you get better as you age. Well, most people think being old means getting sick, feeling unhealthy, feeling worse. Well, she's going to debunk some myths here with us. So she's going to be talking everything about transformation, how to really transform your body from the inside out, you know, making sure you have personal responsibility, the power of choice, getting out of your comfort zone, That was a very nice episode here with Marcy. I really, really enjoyed this one. And of course, we always talk about burn fat forever, how to achieve what we call this sustainable weight loss for the rest rest of your life, right? That's what you really want. And also, don't forget, guys, here, I have something for you. We are running a new challenge, okay? And that's five days challenge where you get to burn more fat, having more control over your sugar cravings, achieving better results, getting more energy, sleeping better, everything into the challenge. So all you have to do to register for free right now is go to brazilianhealthnet.com slash challenge. And that's the free registration page. Just put your name there and you are good to go. Okay, so I hope to see you there. And yes, so now enjoy the episodes with Marcy Peters. All right. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Marcy. I super appreciate your time. Can you first please just uh, tell a little bit about your background? Who is Marcy Peters? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Thank you for having me. This is great. Um, yeah, so I'm Marcy Peters, America's whole life coach, and I'm also called the Age Backward Mentor. And the reason why is because I went through a very severe chronic illness myself. It started in my early 20s, and I'm in my 40s now. And I was really, really debilitated, de- debilitatingly sick for about 16 years. So I actually had doctors tell me that I was incurable. Mm-hmm. And 
that nothing could be done other than manage the symptoms. And their idea of managing the symptoms had to do with pharmaceutical drugs, which I did try. It actually made things worse, not better, as is often the case. Um, Not always, but it generally tends to create more side effects. And so I got to have this amazing journey to find my vibrancy and my youth and my health again and and actually find my, you know, my aging backward. I call mm-hmm. it aging backward because during my 20s and 30s, I felt so old yeah. and so decrepit and so worn down. And now, you know, I mean, I'm I'm doing the things that I love again. I'm back to skydiving and, uh, you know, paragliding and rock climbing I took up a couple of years ago. And, you know, it's just amazing what health can really provide yeah. for you the access it gives you to happiness. Yes, absolutely. So at 22, right, you said that the doctors, they told you that you had like an incurable disease. What happened that day, really? Yeah, so um, I had been going to doctor after doctor, and finally I went to another specialist, and I walked into the doctor's office, and I'll never forget you know, they were looking at my lab results and, and they were evaluating me and they said, I'm sorry, but you're incurable and the best you can hope for is to manage your symptoms. And so at that point, I felt like I'd gotten basically a death sentence. Mm-hmm. What was the disease? It was something like uh, that you can, could share here? Yeah. So they're calling it fibromyalgia and oh. chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh, okay. Got you. And they told there was nothing you could do. And what did you do? Did you listen to them? Did you try to find somebody else? What did you do? Well, I would have tried to find someone else, but this was already, you know, maybe six or seven mm. doctors in. There was already the somebody else. Yeah, it, this was already the next and the next and the next alternative of specialists. And so I actually believe them. And our minds are so powerful that when we believe something, it oftentimes becomes true for us. And so... For a long, long time, I believed that this was the case. I believed that there was no other option for me and that I would have to live a compromised life. And, you know, that's not true. That wasn't true for me, and it's not true for most people, if not everyone, who hears such a message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. We, we don't have to, to have crappy lives. We are supposed to be healthy, that's, that's for sure. So you, you said that you have this age backward. I'm very interested in that. I'm very also concerned about longevity. I want to live to 150. I don't know, you know, let's see. <laughs> But you, you say you have this age backward, keep your edge, stay sexy and get better with each year. What is that exactly? <laughs> so it, it's an attitude. It starts out as a mindset and then there's lifestyle choices and decisions and behaviors that go along with it. But the first thing is recognizing that aging doesn't have to mean that you break down and you get worse as you get older and you're able to do less and and you have to cut back on things. It, It can actually mean that now with the wisdom and experience that you have in your life, you can take that and you can make even better and better decisions for you and you can keep fine tuning it and honing it to the point where you know you're literally creating more vibrancy, more energy and more life force all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I can t- testify that because before starting on my own journey, I 
I didn't feel this great that I feel today. I, I didn't have the same energy, the same mindset, the same mental clarity. You know, j it was just different. And I know I'm older now. It's like seven, six years uh, older than when when I started. So yeah, that that's for sure. But what do you say when you hear like, oh, uh, Marcy, this is just part of being old. You know, I talk to a lot of people. I'm here in New York. Um, you know, so there is a lot of a lot of people here, and I'm always talking to people and really trying to understand what's going on in the health. And they, I, I hear this all the time, Marcy. It's like this is just part of being old. It's just the way it is. What do you say for these people? <laughs> I say that that's a choice. Believing that that is true is a choice, and you can choose differently. You can always choose differently. If you bring that decision to consciousness, in other words, create awareness around that decision, then you realize, first of all, that it is a choice, that it's not a fact. So you can always question these, these um, thoughts that come into your head and say, is that really true? Mm -hmm. And because there, you know, there's very few things in life that are conclusively factually true like on the planet earth gravity yeah. you know it's true like if right. you drop something from a from a, a height it's gonna fall um that's true um here on earth anyway and most things that we think are not factually true so getting into the practice of questioning those things and then deciding making it a choice do I want to believe that? So I just want to ask everyone right now, do you want to believe that you're going to get worse with age? I mean, is that something that actually is serving you that you would like to buy into? Because you don't have to. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. And these people, it's mostly like people in their 30s and their 40s. You know, it's not like they are 150 years old and they're like, oh, I, no, that's part of being old. <laughs> and, and I love what you said because... I love to break rules. Like I love following the laws of nature. Like you said, no, don't guys, don't ever go against nature. But I, I'm always like questioning the rules. Um, like I told you when we were offline here last year, I lived in San Diego, and my roommate, she she was Brazilian as well. And there was one day when I didn't shower, and I was just not feeling like shower. I was busy and like very passionate about my work and just getting to this flow stage where I don't even want to shower, right? And then she's like, "Oh, we're not gonna shower, Bruno." I said, "Well, no, not today. I'm, I don't feel like I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm busy here doing something that I love." And she's like, "Oh, but you gotta shower. You know, it's like every day we should be showering." And it's like, "Well, wait a second. Is this a law of nature or this is just a creation of our society?" You know, it's it's a silly example here, but it's I'm always trying to yeah. question things. Yeah, you can question everything that way and then literally just check in with yourself and your inner wisdom or intuition, whatever you want to call it, your highest self, and ask yourself um, what you want to believe and does it move you towards peace, more of a sense of inner peace, or does it feel out of alignment? Mm -hmm. Thank you. So let's say somebody who is listening right now is having a lot of problems with their weights. They've been trying to, to lose weight for quite a long time. They yo-yo dieting a lot. And they just kind of like feel broken. They, they just feel broke. What should we do when somebody's feeling like, you know, just like they're not feeling themselves? What's the first thing? Yeah. yeah, so I would say the first thing is to 
really be present with your body. Check in with yourself. Mindfulness is a word that's been tossed around a lot lately, but it is really powerful when you employ it, which is just as simple as letting yourself be in your body and feel your body and ask yourself, you know, go inside your body and ask yourself, what's going on? What needs to change? Because I believe you have the answers inside, you know, as a mentor and as a guide and as someone who's impacted thousands and thousands of people around the world, you know, having that guide is really impactful. And that's another thing you can do if you're stuck. And it's a really powerful thing to have a mentor on your side. And anyone, you know, can access that inner wisdom inside. Anyone can check in with themselves because if I was to say, you know, you're stuck, I get that. If you had to guess, in other words, if you had to answer the question of what would start to shift things for you, you have an answer to that. Yeah. You do. You have something, and it might just be a sliver of an answer, and that's okay because sometimes it's following the breadcrumbs, sometimes it's one step forward, just one, and you don't know where it's going to lead you. And that is okay. That's what life is, is um, just taking one step at a time and moving in a direction that feels right. And that's serving you. So what is that one thing you can do for some people, for many people, it's get more sleep because when you're not getting enough sleep, you're vulnerable, you're vulnerable to cravings, your metabolism isn't as good, your organs aren't functioning as well, you're not going to make good decisions. And you're not going to be in that fat burning zone as much because you're going to be more in fight or flight because you're sleep deprived. You know, for some people, they're not getting enough water, so they're not hydrated and that causes them to overeat because the the signal that we feel feels like hunger, even though it's dehydration. You know, there's all sorts of different um, ways to get started on this journey, but just tapping into what is your way. And again, you know, finding a mentor, having that person who is standing by your side, who will help you up when you fall down, because it's not a question of if you're going to fall down. It's a question of when that's Mm -hmm. life, right? We all fall down. It's not how many times you fall. It's how many times you get back up. Yes, so true. I'm a huge proponent of coaching as well. And yeah, the one thing here, there is a, a book actually called The One Thing. I think it's Gary Keller. I'm, I don't remember the author, but it's an amazing book. I read, I think, like two years ago. And it's just about that. You know, what's the one thing that we have to focus on right now that everything else would become easier and easier? So step one, like sm- small steps day by day, and you're going to get there. So everybody who is listening right now, they want to have a transformation. That's We all want to be transformed, right? So we also, you talk about this pre-transformation. What is the, this pre before the transformation here, Marcy? Yeah. So it's getting to the point where you're ready and willing to start making changes. Um, transformation requires action. So it's a combination of inner work and outer behaviors. Inner work, um, you know, means being willing and open. um, And then, you know, the outer work is really making those shifts and changing those behaviors. So, yeah, pre-transformation is really all about getting to the point where you're not going to be fixed or stubborn, you know, and, and I, I can relate. When I was um, starting to make the transformation from chronic illness into health, I was really resistant. 
And I was in denial about the role that food was playing and sleep was playing and my own mindsets and beliefs were playing. I thought that everything was happening to me. In other words, I wasn't a victim yeah. uh, mindset. And so one of the first things is taking personal responsibility, stepping into that place where you understand that you've created the experience of life around you. You may not have created every circumstance, which is a little different, but you're creating you're actively creating your experience, how you're experiencing life on a day-to-day basis. And you're doing that with your attitude and your perspectives and your beliefs. And so starting to take responsibility for that and create awareness around what those actually are. And um, you can do that in various ways, but yeah. you know, starting to understand those things from childhood, for instance, which impact all of us, you know, especially yeah. up into age about eight years old, because we take on the beliefs of those around us as if they're true, because we don't have the cognitive ability to separate out truth from you know, someone else's beliefs that they're just passing down to us, which is why, you know, things get passed down in families from generation to generation. And that's the biggest reason why is because if you don't question those, like we were talking about questioning your thoughts earlier, if you're not questioning those beliefs uh, and those things that get passed down, then they're not truly yours and it's not really a decision. So Mm -hmm. yes, I would say the pre-transformation before you can start to have your transformation is is all around awareness. Yes. Awareness is the first step in transformation. Yes, absolutely. You touch here personal responsibility. I want to talk about this a little in a little bit here. But before that, do you have any like practical steps here, like in terms of this pre-transformation journey here? Well, I would say, you know, getting clear, creating clarity. Clarity is so important. If you're feeling, you know, sad or upset or miserable and, or unhappy, that's one thing. But what is really going on and what do you really want? Um, so, yeah, I would say get clear. Find a way to get clear. Um, you know, have, have a session with a coach or a mentor um, that can help you get clear because oftentimes it does take that outside perspective or that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, accelerate you in that process. But yeah, the, the like, actions. Sorry. Do you like uh, putting things in, in the paper, like writing down really like with your own hands or like what's your like, uh, do you have a preference here? Well, yeah, I think there's many ways to do it. But yeah, writing something down or even better, saying it out loud and writing it down because that covers the visual and the auditory. And, you know, the more ways you can learn and then kinesthetic is the other way. So if you can put something into action, but the more ways you can um, have yourself, you know, understanding and learning, the more it's going to stick. Yeah. Let me share a little secret here that I do. And I actually write it down like my like you're saying here the affirmations and then I go in the morning that's the first thing that I do I mean besides drinking water then I get into this breathing exercise then I go into gratitude and then I do these affirmations later and it's all just like this this pre-transformation that I want to have in my life gets into the paper and then I'm just like feeling really like bringing the feeling right now right here in my life things that I want to happen in the future but it's already happening when I'm reading those things. 
just yeah and you and you can record it in your own voice and listen to it as well as you're falling asleep or waking up yeah that's something i actually i was doing that last last year and then something happened with my cell phone that got burned like you just (laughs) stopped working and then i lost that and then i kind of forgot that's a good reminder i'm gonna actually write it down here so i do this again because yeah i'm having the visual having the physical and out the out, out auditory as well cool thank you for for reminding me Hey, what's up, guys? Brunda Gama here, Brazilian Health Nut. And let's take a little break from the show because I want to offer you something very, very special, okay? So if you go to BrazilianHealthNut.com and scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, you find a place that you can claim your free strategy call with me. Or you can just send me an email at bruno at BrazilianHealthNut.com and tell me that you want to schedule your free call, okay? During this call, we are going to develop a strategy that works for your kind of body and lifestyle because remember that we are all different. So go ahead and do that now because spots are limited, okay? So now let's get back to the show. So Marcy, I have something when I'm working with people. There is a a little part of the, the coaching process and I say it's all your fault. No, and not just their fault, it's like my with myself as well. I, I talk to me like this. It's all, all my fault. You know, everything that I have in my life and everything that I don't have in my life, whatever it is, whatever I want to have, it's all on me. So let's, you, you touch a little bit about personal responsibility here. Let's go deep here. How do you go about having more personal responsibility <laughs> in our lives? <laughs> uh, well, I think the first thing is to just simply recognize, you know, awareness like we talked about and to recognize that everything is show- that's showing up in your life is there for you. It's not happening to you. It's there for you. And for you means as a lesson, as a growth experience, um, as something to pay attention to. Um, and so, yeah, I would say, you know, just creating that awareness around am I blaming am I being a victim uh am I not stepping up and you know being the creator of my life and you know that's an ongoing practice just like everything we're talking about is an ongoing practice none of this happens overnight um you know you can have a shift that's immediate but then putting it into practice. In other words, we have years and years and years of doing things a certain way and creating these patterns of behavior. And so now we get to choose to create a new pattern of behavior. In other words, new neural pathways in the brain. So instead of going down this this dirt road that's become so, you know, rutted and so deep that our mind just automatically goes there, we start to create this brand new road, which at first is is not going to feel comfortable or easy or effortless, but eventually it will if we keep at it. Yeah, this reminds I don't know if you are familiar with the work of Caroline Miss. Do you know her? No. Yeah, so she talks about these archetypes, and it's fascinating. And one of them is the victim archetype. You know, we all have this archetype in our lives, but it's about recognizing that we have and when we are having our lives. For example, you know, like, let's say here, let's bring the conversation to health. Oh, you know, I'm just busy. I don't have the time to cook. Uh, I'm just like a victim. You know, that's there is no responsibility there. And we are always going to find, you know, excuses. There is always something happening in our lives. There is always drama and life is always happening. So yes, personal responsibility, guys. It's huge here. 
any anything else do you would you like uh, would you like to talk about in terms of this topic of personal responsibility? Yeah, so another way of creating awareness is to when you find yourself and you recognize that uh, you're doing something that's not serving you or you're you're acting in a way that is not where you're not being the creator of your life, you can ask yourself, what is the payoff? You know, there's always a payoff for the things that we do. In other words, am I getting attention, approval, validation, um, you know, some, something that you want and are craving, and how can I receive those things? How can I receive attention, validation, approval, or whatever it is in a different manner without being a victim while I'm in responsibility? Um, and there's ways to receive those things um, that are more on the positive side. Mm -hmm. Got you. Let's move on. Let's talk about choice. I love this topic here. Uh, actually, I read a book uh, probably two years ago called The Paradox of Choice. Very fascinating things. And we live in this global world where there is so many choices. Like it's there is no lack of choice, right? One day you can do this. The other day you can do that. One day I can be here in New York. The next day I can be in Brazil. I can travel. There is so many people to meet. There is so many choices. We get overwhelmed, I believe. Let's talk about this, the choice here. How do we go about that? Choosing the right things for us when there is so many options. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's so many options, and I also um, see people and a lot of people coming to me feeling like there are no options. So you get both sides of the spectrum. And I think it really goes back to creating that, I call it the primary relationship, which is the relationship with yourself, where you know yourself. You're spending time with yourself in contemplation, meditation, um, you know, checking in with yourself and your body and checking in with your intuition and your inner wisdom, your highest self, and, and seeing what feels right and, and what feels in alignment, what would bring me peace. Um, like I talked about earlier, you know, that's really powerful and it's so simple, but it's, it's so powerful to know yourself and to know that um, you, you can create choice in your life that will move you towards yourself. And so many times we make decisions out of logic and intellect, you know, from our head or what other people are doing. We make choices that are out of alignment with ourselves, but we don't even necessarily know that that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So seems to really recognize. And sometimes, you know, oftentimes, and I've noticed this with myself and my clients, it takes doing things I'm not going to say wrong because there's no, you know, judgment. It doesn't help to bring judgment into the picture, but doing things that are out of alignment enough where you're like, yeah, that didn't feel good. That didn't feel right to me. So I'm going to choose differently this time and, you know, check myself and then see how that feels. And sometimes you have to do it to actually see uh, how the outcome is for you and what that feels like. Um, and other times you can just check in with yourself and, you know, get your, your path from yeah. that. How do you feel about, because I talk to a lot of people here all the time in, in coaching and, and with uh, just pe random people as well, and they they go to doctor, I call it Dr. Google a lot, and there is so many information. One, one day, egg is the best food, the next day, 
eggs gonna kill you. I, I was actually watching a documentary last week that my friend from Brazil sent to me. He's like, oh, watch this documentary on Netflix. So I said, oh, I don't have much time for that. You know, like I've, been, I've watched so many. So, but I, let me check it out. So I started watching and it was crazy. Like after 15 minutes, I, ju I just had to turn it off because I was talking about how fish is bad for you because there is fat and, and eggs is going to kill you, you know, those things. Anyway, so the question here is like, there is so many information out there. How do you go about separating the good from the bad? <laughs> That's a really good question. And I don't think... <laughs> we can uh, totally cover in, in this uh, time together. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would say to everyone, you know, to, to keep listening to, to your podcast and others that appeal to you and keep educating yourself. You know, that's part of personal responsibility is to educate yourself on, you know, what, what's going on, what are the cutting edge things and, and then run, of course, run that by your own, you know, personal wisdom in terms of what works for you because yeah. of bio-individuality, that is a, a big term that just simply means that there is no one size fits all and what works for one person doesn't work for everyone. Now, that being said, I will say that there is a uh, kind of universal truth, which is inflammation is really um, bad for all of us as humans. It because yeah. it yeah because inflammation creates free radicals, which causes aging, you know, and and causes all these symptoms. So you want to keep your inflammation down as as low as possible. What causes inflammation? Stress is the number one thing that causes inflammation. So stress is part of life and you get to decide how you deal with and manage your stress, what your relationship to stress is. Mm -hmm. That's a decision actually. Mm -hmm. um, there's foods, lots of foods that are very inflammatory. Uh, the common ones that people are eating with every single meal, sugar, mm -hmm. artificial colors and sweeteners, gluten, dairy, um, you know, there's a whole list of, of foods that are very inflammatory and not really doing anyone any good for the most part. And, and that's still somewhat controversial. Yes. Even there, there is some controversial. There's... <laughs> I recognize <laughs> yes. that. This, this could be the whole topic here. Just talking about the myths, because I'm, yeah. I'm really fascinated with all of that. Like the myths of, especially nutrition. There is so many yeah. information, so many myths out there and, uh, don't even get me started here. <laughs> and I think, yeah. And so what those actually, what those inflammatory foods actually are, you know, we don't need to decide on today. I think sugar is like a kind of a, yeah. a brainer, like sugar is just inflammatory um, naturally. And, and then it depends on how much. And then it depends right. on what forms of sugar, because there's gentle sweetener, you know, so there, so we don't have to decide on what those cool. inflammatory <laughs> foods are, but in general, inflammation to the human body is not good. Um, so that also means not getting enough movement, you know, not, not moving enough is inflammatory and moving too much and stressing out your body can be inflammatory too, because yeah. stress is inflammatory. So yeah. I would say in general, you know, the main thing is to really look at that inflammation factor yeah. because now they're even discovering that Alzheimer's is inflammation of the brain. Yep. 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 You know? Awesome. So it, yep. I think inflammation plays a role in every disease, yeah. almost, almost every disease. Yeah. Yes, inflammation, for sure. Huge, huge, huge. A lot of um, things are 
inflammatory out, out there, and that's the problem. Our environment is very pro-inflammatory. Uh, but let's move on here. We could just talk about inflammation. The whole podcast is a big, big topic nowadays. What about stepping out of our comfort zone? For me, Marcy, let me tell you something. Actually, this podcast for me started as a way for me to get out of my comfort zone. I've never, you know, like the, the stories that we create on our heads, like we talked on the beginning of the show. When I was a kid, I was very self-conscious about, you know, myself. I didn't have a lot of confidence. And public speaking, just speaking in general, was, uh, it was a, was a challenge for me. And was it still, like, you know, not so long ago when I started to realizing that and getting out of my comfort zone. So this podcast comes out of getting, stepping out of my comfort zone. So how, what else you could be doing besides studying a podcast? Yeah, so I think really anything that has you stepping outside of that familiar territory is great. And that's how we expand in, as humans. You know, I really believe in this principle of taking risks. Um, taking risks in a way that that moves you out of this familiar territory, because otherwise you're going to live your entire life um, from that comfort zone. And so whatever it is for you, I mean, it can literally be anything. It can be on the physical side. You know, I'm I love skydiving and I've been 11 times and, um, you know, it's. So that isn't as much of a risk for me anymore, mm -hmm. but I still love it and I still do it. You know, whatever it is for you, public speaking is for a lot of people. And, you know, based on where you're at, it might just be trying yoga. It might, um, it might be, you know, dancing, you know, go to, going to maybe, a place where yeah. it's dancing. Maybe just and trying some bone broth for, for a lot of people is getting out of comfort zone. <laughs> something small guys yeah just something small it doesn't have to be huge you know just try different things stepping out of yeah. comfort zone is just getting out of your routine really yeah being willing to do something different i like to uh turn the shower to really cold at the end of the hot showers because it shocks my system and it's not comfortable but i mean now i like it yeah. but at first it was really kind of horrible <laughs> so whatever it is for oh you you are we are on the same page here girl because i i just took a shower before and i i've been doing the the last 10 seconds cold shower for a long time but now i'm i'm I, i'm stepping it up so what I'm doing here is actually I do like 45 seconds of hot, then 45 of cold, like three times at least. So I, I'm like just using the soap and then on, on hot. And then I go and I, I wash it off with cold, uh, hot, whatever, like, you know, cold, hot. And then just keep rotating. And I, when I get out of the, the shower, it's, it's kind of like crazy, like adrenaline and all these amazing benefits related to cold uh, showers. Be, besides the courage, because this is a huge one. Uh, actually, there were some tribes in, I think, uh, South Carolina, Virginia, I'm not sure, uh, back in the days where they used to come to when wintertime, they would go pick up their kids and throw in the cold river just to develop this courage. And of course, they were developing a little, getting a little bit of benefits related to cold thermogenesis, but that, that was not the reason for them. They didn't even know what it was. It was just about <laughs> courage. I love that you're doing that. That's another tip here for you guys. Hydrotherapy is great for metabolism and hormones and all sorts of things. But yeah, just the general principle, I would say, of 
doing things that scare you and excite you. And, and you don't have to take it to the extreme, just push that boundary. And then that boundary will start to shift and open up. And what it does is it creates a bigger life for yourself. Yeah. And for people who I'm going to put a video, I'm going to touch another video here uh, about this cold thermogenesis thing. If you go to brazilianhealthnet.com slash Marcy, that's uh, Marcy Peters here, just M-A-R-C-I-E. You're going to see everything we're talking about here, plus this video about cold thermogenesis that I'm going to be putting there. Awesome. Anything else related to <laughs> stepping out of the comfort zone here that you think is worth talking about? I mean, I, I think that a lot of it is about self-expression. And what I'm coming to realize is that, um, you know, connection is number one, at least for me in life, love and connection and creating that. But the way you create it is through authenticity. You know, I used to think it was about perfection. I used to think that if I showed up looking and acting a certain way and fitting in and, and all of that, that would make people like me that would cause people to like me and actually it's not about that it's about being authentic so when you can express yourself from that authentic place and let it just let it hang out you know in a way where you're owning your experience like we talked about before personal responsibility so you're owning your experience and you're comfortable enough with yourself that you're okay with you know like this is what it is and um and so finding ways to be self-expressed and that might look different for everyone and and it goes back to pushing the edge too like what we were talking about um and it brings such joy such joy and satisfaction and fulfillment to just be so comfortable with yourself that you can let yourself you know share and um connect with people and create and co-collaborate and all of these beautiful things mm -hmm. Yes, so for everybody who is listening right now, your goal is to either go drink a little bit of bone broth or take a cold shower or start your own podcast. That's your goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. So let's talk about something that I've never talked here actually on the podcast before that I'm very excited to talk to you, which is surrender. This word that it's a little mystical for me, to be honest with you, but from what I believe, it's about, you know, just accepting that you don't have control and this has happened in my life actually with my father um i know i had um a little i would not say like a bad relationship with my father but was always like you know there is i i want him to be different from what he is and until i realized that he has his own life i have my own life and it's about surrendering for me like i completely surrender whatever he does when he decides to do i'm always going to be loving him no matter what unconditional love it's not that i'm going to be agreeing with everything that he does right but it's about just surrendering and understand that his life is his life my life is my life is my life so what's your take on surrender marcy yeah thank you for bringing up this this is um a relatively simple concept and it's so powerful just like everything we're talking about um, and so to me surrender it has a lot to do with acceptance accepting what is and being in the present moment um, and from that place of acceptance you can still be uh, working on yourself and trying you know for better and, and making changes and that sort of thing but you're still accepting what is currently and accepting the things that you can't change. In other words, your personal power has everything to do with how you're showing up, 
what your attitude is, what you choose, you know, the choices that you're making and the behaviors that are emanating from that choice. And um, you can't control other people. So being in acceptance around that, you can love them and you can support them and be there for them. You can give them tough love when needed. You can, you know, have personal boundaries um, to role model for them and you can't change them. That's something that only they can choose for themselves. So, um, and the, the other part of surrender for me is having uh, a higher power that I can hand off the things that I'm really worried or stressed out about, uh, hand off the, those concerns to uh, my higher power to take care of. Mm-hmm. Got you. Awesome. What about purpose? How does purpose get into this conversation here related to burning fat forever, achieving successful weight loss? Um, for me, my passion for helping others, you know, develop like around six years ago, my passion for really for this holistic health and just uh, it's my duty to share this, what I know with other people, because, you know, it's just I have to 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 spread this this message with as many people as I can, because I know that they can have their, that in their lives as well. What I have right now, what I call this burn fat forever. Okay, so how does purpose here related relates to this conversation about weight loss? Yeah, it's actually extremely related because passion fuels us. Passion fuels us and food fuels us. And what happens when you don't have something you're passionate about in life or many things that you're passionate about and creative and you're creating, then it's easy to turn to food and other substances, whether it's alcohol, drugs, or, or even exercise or different things like that, um, and to you try and use those substances to fulfill you because you're not getting fueled um, in the, the non-physical, non-food way. So um, when you're excited and enthusiastic and passionate about things in life, then you don't need substitutions and, and you don't need to, to turn to, to food. And that's what emotional eating is a lot. I see this a lot with my clients yeah. where they're really looking for an experience of life that they think food can deliver and food does deliver to a certain extent but it's very short term it's very unfulfilling and it's being misused it's being used in the wrong way in other words food is meant to be energy is meant to give us energy for our bodies it's not meant to give us um, life satisfaction or entertainment or to fill the gap of loneliness or unhappiness or lack of excitement or lack of partnership, you know? So identifying when those things are missing and creating a plan of how to have those things without needing to use food because food really is meant to be used when you're physically hungry and need it. Mm -hmm. Yes, and like you said before, To be honest with you, one of the things that I see all the time is about people's job and people's what they are doing for with their lives in terms of career. Uh, they are just most people, I would say, uh, eight, more, more than 80% are just very unhappy with what they are doing for a living. So that takes a, a big chunk of your life, first of all. And of course, you're going to be overeating to, to make it up for the, the crap job that you don't like. So, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's this is huge. This is really like a topic for a whole podcast here. Just finding your purpose 
and it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't you don't have to to be the next um, I don't know Gary Vaynerchuk, you know. But you gotta find something that fits in your life that aligns with what you want to be when you are a kid. Like because like we said here before, we we live according to these beliefs of our society, and then we just let them control us, but we don't follow our blessing. Yeah. I'm- even just finding a creative outlet like start there that's a really easy access point is you know what is something you enjoy and can fulfill you as a creative outlet gardening cooking dancing you know just whatever it is and then let it ripple out from there because then that will lead you to other things Mm -hmm. thank you so marcy what do you think is the most important thing when trying to achieve what i call burn fat forever and a burn meaning, you know, like releasing. It's not that you're going to be loose because when you lose, you might uh, find. So it's completely like burning and fat. You want to like lose fat. I mean, burn fat. Let's put it this way. Not uh, weight, not muscle. And forever meaning for the rest of your life, meaning sustainable. What do you think is the most important thing? Yeah. Um, so with my clients, I have certain principles that I work with them on and teach them. And um, I know we don't have time to go into all of them today, so I'll bring up one of them. And the rest of them are, yeah. are on my website, and you can take a look at it there. Cool. Uh, and so the one thing I want to mention is what you just said, like making it a lifestyle So making it sustainable. In other words, most people look at weight loss or burning fat as something they're going to do short term, something they're going to do a cleanse or they're going to do a diet. It's going to be a week or a few weeks or, you know, something shorter term. And I would say that the number one way to success is to actually start turning it into a long term lifestyle, which is a mindset shift to say that. I'm going to create better and better choices for myself and I'm going to do it consistently. So I may not do it 100% of the time, but I'm going to do it, you know, 80% of the time and then 82% of the time and start ramping it up um, so that more often than not, you're creating sustainable, consistent choices that do make a difference. And, and and it might be, you know, something where you don't see it right away and it's not drastic. There is a, you know, like a way that I work with certain clients who are able to take on the, the more immediate drastic stuff. And, mm-hmm. and that's possible too. Um, but I would say consistency for most people is the key, um, you know, to, to just let things change gradually over time. And then you look back and you're like, wow, I've really made a lot of changes and it's really paid off. And I have people, you know, losing a lot of weight. And and look, I, you know, weight loss is great. And, and I want everyone to be at a healthy body weight yeah. for the, you know, for the sake of not getting disease, not getting diabetes, you know, and, and generally feeling good in their body. But I look at it as a side benefit. Yeah, so, for sure. So when you when your primary goal is more about honoring yourself and creating, you know, this amazing, fantastic life where you can get out and do the things that you want to do and you're not held back because you have this extra weight, um, then the, then the, you know, the side benefit can be the weight loss, but it's not the primary goal. And so that's not the focus. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. Is there anything that I didn't ask you here before uh, I ask where can people find you that you would like to share with us? Yeah, just a couple of things. Um, my book, Not Broken, is on Amazon, and that came out earlier this year. And then the other thing is I do have a line of nutrition products. So what I wanted to do is just create 
this amazing, healthy, on the go, you know, type of option, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, on the go, go is where most people fall short when they yeah. can't cook their own meals. And so, um, those are available at enjoyh2.com, H squared for health and happiness. Um, so <laughs> feel free to check that out. My, my chocolate cherry bar is really delicious and, and delivers a lot of great nutrition and nothing bad. You know, so many of those packaged foods really are um, pretty unhealthy. Oh, yeah. And I made I, sure to create something yeah, really cool. I did a whole podcast. Actually, the last podcast was just about um, new replacements, so how to find the right one, what to look for, all of those things. Just about that, it's crazy. We can talk for one hour just about this. So where can people find you? What's the best way to get in contact with you, to ask you questions, to interact with you? Yeah, so my main website is called thehealthandhappinessguide.com or you can just simply go to Marcy Peters and it will redirect to the Health and Happiness Guide. And um, after you... Uh, sign up with me there. You'll have an opportunity to um, get the course. There's, there's an educational course um, and and really look at all of the principles that we didn't get a chance to talk about today. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, guys. So check it out the website. I'm going to put everything we talk here today on brazilianhealthnet.com slash Marcy. And yeah, thank you so much uh, for being here with us today, Marcy. I learned a lot. As always, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Go to www.brazilianhealthnut.com for much more information about how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Hasta luego!